on the air. Back. Well, party's starting early today, isn't it? To more of Early Break with Sip and Jay. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. How is it already almost November? The season just started, Sip. I mean, we're talking about a couple, you know, five games left for Nebraska. We're getting to the nitty-gritty down, you know, for this in the Big Ten West, we NFL. Do, yeah, we do that aging gracefully segment. One way, think about it. I mean, when, as you get older, you appreciate things a little bit more. Appreciate this final five weeks. I will. Soak it all in. Soak it all in because it did go fast so it, far. It, it has gone fast. We're joined now by Lee Sterling, Paramount Sports. Good morning, Lee. Hey, last night uh, uh, something happened crazy in the NFL. Tom Brady, for the first time in his NFL career, is two games below 500 in a football wow. season. How hard is that to believe, Lee? Crazy. I mean, it used to be Whoa. you bet Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady blind, you know, every single week, and um, you'll go 1-1 one and one or 2-0 and oh on a consistent basis. But um, – now it's about fading these two guys, it yep. seems like. so. Indeed. Um, Tom, it's time to give it up, Tom. Yep. <laughs> it's not like it's a, a real bad consolation prize going back to, to Giselle. Yeah, he also gets like 17 mil to be a Fox Sports broadcaster next year. If, if right, he goes, right. He's fine. So he, is he going back to Giselle? I don't know what's going on. We'll see what happens with the, the thing situation. Still. But yeah. there's, there's, there's rumors that they, she right. might take him back if he oh. retires okay. as a Two days ago. All right, Lee, let's get to at least Sterling Paramount Sports. Uh, start off in the Big Ten. Michigan, a big 21-point favorite against Michigan State. Can they cover that and blow out the Spartans, Lee? <laughs> you know, there's just not much there. I know it's a rivalry game, and, you know, they have an extra week to prepare, but so does Michigan. I just think that that running game is really good. Michigan State is going to have to – Stack the box. They want to have any chance. You got to stop Corm. You got to stop Edwards. Penn State couldn't do it, and Michigan State's defense isn't in their league. And uh, JJ McCarthy's playing pretty well. I mean, he's completing seventy-seven percent of his passes here, and uh, Michigan State. Uh, you know, they're averaging just two point seven yards per carry. Get to this point in the season, and numbers don't lie. They're giving up six point one yards per game rushing. Whoa. It's going to be tough here. Uh, I, I like Michigan here. I think they win this game here easy, 45-20. Wait a second. Michigan State giving up 6.1 yards per carry? Yep. yep. Oh, yeah, Michigan going to roll. Okay, yep. the next game, I think I, I find it hard to pick Ohio State, Penn State. Ohio State's a 15-point favorite. Did you find this one difficult to handicap? So I thought the line was going to come about 13 and a half. Maybe 14. But then, you know, you, you put in the tape, and, and what did Manny Diaz do, defensive coordinator, with two weeks to prepare against Michigan? Just sat back in a base defense. I mean, they had to make him throw the football. Didn't. Uh, now Ohio State gets back maybe their best receiver, one of the top two running backs. They played last week, and they should be 100% for this game. Sean Clifford is fool's gold. I mean, last week, those four touchdowns, they were playing Minnesota, team without their quarterback here. Uh, Ohio State, the only way you, you do some damage against their defense, you got to be able to have some balance. And Penn State's in some third and long situations. Look out. Uh, Ohio State's run defense has been rock solid. They've allowed only one team to run for more than 125 yards uh, in the six of the seven games. That's it. 
if this was a whiteout game, this might be a blackout by the fourth quarter. I like Ohio State. They double up Penn State 42-21. 42-21, Buckeyes yep. roll. Uh, to our game here in Lincoln, Huskers are seven-point underdogs to 17th-ranked Illinois, who 6-1 coming in, Lee. Illinois' defense is really good. They also could run the football. Can Nebraska pull the upset tomorrow in Lincoln? I think at this point you got to do something well. And the fact that Illinois can run the football uh, and also play defense, I think you know they're top five in defense also. So uh, they don't throw the ball real well, but the quarterback runs around and makes some things happen. He buys some time. Once in a while, throw an interception they got to they got to fool him they got to get them you know they can't allow 5 6 yards on first down they allow that on a consistent basis here and they're in trouble here um nebraska just doesn't do any one thing well and chase brown uh, number 1 running back in the country 1059 yards i think is the difference here um don't like to lay more than a touchdown on the road but i think it's the right side illinois 3120 3120 Illini, uh Give Nebraska a loss. To the NFL, Lee, the Bills are 11-point favorites against Green Bay. It's hard to believe that Rodgers is an 11-point underdog. But Sunday night football in Buffalo, the Packers have looked very, very bad recently. Is there a chance the Bills blow them out on Sunday night, Lee? It makes no sense that they're this bad. I mean, you look at the grades on their players. Uh, over 80% of the players are grading out worse this year than last year, and it's not like they're injured. Uh, so it's just it's surprising. They need to get uh, some some five six yard carries on first down with AJ Dillon with with Jones because if they end up in long down and distance situations, that front seven for Buffalo is really good with Von Miller added this year. So um, they've got depth, but um, I think that Green Bay can run some on them. Buffalo not much of a running game outside of Josh Allen running, but. Uh, I think they're in the market to find a premier running back because some of these other teams, like the Eagles, are making some moves. Chiefs made some moves. We'll see if, if they do something here. You have a desperate Green Bay team. and Don't like Aaron Rodgers personally, but I think he's going to come to play here, and I think this is going to be a tight game. I think Buffalo wins 24-23, but I'm taking the Packers plus the double digits. <clears throat> Close game. Our Dolphins, yep. Lee, head to Detroit. Three-point favorites. Uh, it was an ugly game on Sunday Night Football, but they got the win against the Steelers and Tua's return. The The Lions are, are reeling right now. They have some guys back from injury, but the Dolphins right. have had some troubles in Detroit over the years. Do they snap that funk and uh, keep things going in the right direction? Detroit's going to win a game or two. Yeah, uh, it, It's just going to be tough for them to win this game here. They have Jeff Okuda, who's decent. I mean, he was horrible as a rookie, but he's played much better this year. But their defensive backs have not covered any receivers similar to Hill and Waddle. So that's going to be a really tough matchup for them. Now, Miami, you know, these teams are putting questionable. I mean, there's some teams like Cleveland. They have 12 players listed as questionable. Uh, Miami's got a couple cornerbacks that they might be able to get back. Last week they played with Xavier Howard, their best corner, and they were without their second, third, fourth, and fifth cornerbacks. <laughs> so they might get a couple of those guys back this week. They could use them here. But Detroit, you know, they find different ways to win. I mean, that end of that game when they were, well, it wasn't the end, the early fourth quarter, they're down. They're ready to take the leader at the one-yard line. It looked like a Jersey Joe Pisarczyk, Larry Zonka 
fumble exchange. Uh, I mean, it was it was a disaster. They just keep finding different ways to lose. I think this game's going to be a shootout, but Miami ends up up on top. 41-34. Whoa, high scoring indeed. Yep. 41-34. Last one, Lee, in the back to the Big Ten, your game of the week, Iowa. 11-point favorites against Northwestern, who's lost six straight football games with Pat Fitzgerald. Your thoughts on this one? They want to get it for free. I think I've got the right side. 800-400-9741. Again, the number. 800-400-9741. Been on a roll. Nine out of 11 winning weeks. We have not lost in the NFL, not had a losing week. Anyone wants to get involved, we have our NFL game of the year goes on Sunday. We're 53-18 and 18 on these 40- to 50-unit plays. This will be a 50-unit play, and uh, you can get Baker's Dozen, 13 games combined Saturday and Sunday, just $147. Sunday, six-pack, $97. Love to have you join us. I think we're going to knock it down and move that record to 54 and 18. Just one place. And also a bunch of other free pick videos. You know, let's say you want to see a video on Georgia, Florida, Tennessee, Kentucky, um, Arkansas, Auburn, a bunch of other big games. Also the Oklahoma game against Iowa State. Check out those videos. Uh, they're up and available, like two minutes long each. Okay. ParamountSports.com. All right. Lee, always great stuff. Thanks for the time. We will chat with you again next week. Okay, thanks, guys. Lee Sterling, Paramount Sports. Run them down for us. Run them back for us. <laughs> run them down, run them back. Either or. Uh, okay, Michigan is a 21-point favorite against Michigan State. He has the, the Wolverines covering that spread, winning 45-20. I don't mind that score. No, I like it. We both have we both have Michigan Michigan covering. State can't stop the run. How are they going to do this? They can't do anything right. No. They're not going to stop Michigan State. Uh, he has Ohio State. A oh, excuse me. They're not going to stop Michigan. Yeah. Go ahead. Ohio State on the road at Penn State. 15-point favorite. Has the Buckeyes covering that. 42-21. I can see that score also. Am I putting too much into an 11 a.m. kickoff? That sleepy no. kickoff makes me nervous if I'm like an Ohio State fan. Mm. No. It's going to be a less intimidating yeah, stadium. That's true. That's one way to look. That's white a good out, what does a whiteout do at 11 a.m.? I don't think it's a whiteout. Well, exactly. It was whiteout was last week. Uh, well, exactly. <laughs> What's I, that stadium look like at 11 a.m.? Well, it's still pretty daunting. daunting. It's still pretty daunting. Nah. Nah. Okay. Uh, okay. Has Illinois beating <clears throat> Nebraska, covering the seven points, 31-20? Here's what you're hoping for, Jake, real quick. If you're a Nebraska fan, if you're a Nebraska fan, what what is your number one hope in this game? I think in a big picture sense is that Illinois is overrated. <laughs> I mean, that's what you're – That they th come in here fat and happy. Well, no, that I, they're I, overrated. That's my hope. Yeah. That's same thing, fat and happy, overrated. Okay. And, and, it goes together. And that they – you lean on the notion that they haven't played anybody very good. They haven't seen skill position talent like Nebraska's. You're hoping they are overrated. That they're just Illinois. Just a good Illinois that's team. The hope. Yeah. So, uh, Lee has the Illini winning 31-20, covering seven points. In the NFL, Buffalo, he has the Bills beating the Packers, but not but not covering the spread. 24-23 Sunday night football in Buffalo. That shocked me that he's not picking an easy Bills victory. Well, the thing is this. It, it's hard to go against Aaron Rodgers in primetime. I know it's a road game. The Packers have looked terrible this That's season. Fair. They've lost to the Giants. They've lost to the Commanders. They've had some very weird losses but at some point doesn't it click with Aaron like he can't just go down this terrible hole of football right he'll, he'll, he'll figure it out he's too good 
So I, I get what he's going for. I think the Bills will cover that and win easily, but I, I could see the Packers with Aaron Jones and committing to the run game, uh, keeping it close. And last one, Dolphins. He has covering three points in a, in a very high-scoring game, <coughs> 41-34 in Detroit. Dolphins cover. What time is that game? That's noon. Oh, you noon gonna, you'll be doing it noon on yes, Sunday. Yes, you do. I'll be watching the, the Lions in the Dome. Will that be broadcast? Well, I mean, I'll go to the sports bar. Okay. You could probably find it in an underground sense. I like going to the sports bar so I can watch all the games. Okay. I don't have you know Sunday ticket at my house. I don't have red zone because <coughs> I like going to the bar and watching the games. It's my thing. You can go into the inter- underworld and find that game. I could, but you can also get viruses doing that on your computer. Okay. If you want the Iowa Northwestern game or any other games that are not on the list of free ones, there eight hundred four hundred nine seven four one ParamountSports.com. Thanks again to Lee Sterling for coming on. Every single Friday. All right, Sip, it's time. You are three and one on the week. Can you get to four and one? Now we did recently villains in movies because it's <coughs> October. Now we're gonna get more specific because Monday is Halloween. We always do this this time of year, but these are these are different movies. I've changed it up. Horror movies this year. Scary horror movies. If you think you know those, call us up. Four six four. Five, six, eight, five. Shut up, Simple starts right now. We've all been there. You're listening to the radio, and then that rage starts to grow inside of you. It starts to consume you. It gets to a point where you just want to yell, Shut up, Simple! <clears throat> no, sorry. I'm sorry. Well, here's your chance. It's time to shut up, Simple. Call now to play. 464-5685. Shut up, Simple. Brought to you by Bagels and Joe. Sip remains on a heater. You've already clinched a winning week, so today is just gravy. If you win, it's just piling on. If you lose, guess what? Winning week, three and two. Yeah, I like to pile some gravy on the biscuits. <laughs> Sounds good. Like your heart attack burger you had the other day, right? The other day being last yesterday. Night? Last yeah. night? Yeah. No gravy on that burger. I thought it sounds like it should have gravy being called heart attack burger, yeah. but it's not. Okay, if you can hear us, you're playing the game show. Who do we have today? Hey, guys, it's Dane. Dane! Dane. I know Dane. Dane, thanks for calling. Dane, I got to think you feel good about horror movies and scary movies. Yeah, I feel pretty good this morning, fellas. Okay, Dane. Dane's going for a business box of bagels. Let's see how he does. (laughs) Dane, first question goes to you. What 1968 horror movie features a ragtag group of Pennsylvanians who barricade themselves in an old farmhouse to remain safe from a horde of flesh-eating ghouls who are ravaging the East Coast? That would be uh, Night of the Living Dead. Yes. You had that one? Yes. You had that. Absolutely. Have you seen it? Oh, I've seen snippets. Everybody (laughs) knows that. Night of the Living Dead. I'm not sure I would have had that one right. That's scary. This is the bad news. Is you, you gave w- one of the few that I know to Dane. All right, Sip. Well, first question, down 1-0. Okay, here, here we, we go. go. Here we go. Here we go. In what 2001 horror movie do a brother and sister encounter a flesh-eating creature which is in the midst of its ritualistic eating spree? <laughs> um... Five seconds. Can you do that again? No. Okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> um, You're not going to get it. No. Um, Any guess is better than nothing. Five seconds. Five. Belch me. 
there's no movie. A derivative of bite me. <laughs> called the Belch Me. Dane, okay. do you want that one or not? Jeepers, creepers, where'd you get those deepers? Wow, wow, wow. I should give three points for yeah, that. Yeah, that was good, Dane. Good job. job. This does not look good for you. That was, that was worth not getting to hear that. Thank you, Dane. All right, uh, Dane, for the resounding 3-0 sweep. Please sing this answer if you can. Yeah, if you could sing this one, Dane, then we'd, we'd appreciate that. In what 1979 movie do newlyweds and their three kids move into a large house where a mass murder was committed and they start to experience inexplicable manifestations which have a strong effect on everyone living in or visiting the house? The Amityville Horror. Wow, good job. I would say that Dane likes those type of movies. That was a, a clean sweep, yeah. easy sweep. Overmatched. I was overmatched today. Oh, just overmatched. Yeah, that was a good performance. Dane, congrats. I know your information. I'll get you hooked up after the show. Uh, thanks for calling. What's the, what's the last question? The last one? Oh, he, he wants the four. Hey, why not? We got time. All right, this is for Dane because you already lost. That's fine. Dane, you will not get this one wrong, I'll tell you that much. Simply, we get this one right. What 1980 horror movie does a family head to an <clears throat> isolated hotel for the winter? Where a sinister presence influences the father into violence while his psychic son sees horrific forebodings for, from both past and future. Red Rum, The Shining. Yes. Yes, definitely would have that. Well, okay, well, Dane, while we're on the note, can, can, you, can you get the tiebreaker on the dot? He's 4 0 right now. This is for Dane. This is, sip your out, this one. This is for Dane. Yeah. Dane, can you get this on the exact number? What is the film length in hours and minutes of The Shining? He's got to put a number out yep. there. Go ahead, Dane. Hours and minutes. Two, two hours, 37 minutes. Yeah, it's long. I was going to say it's long. I think it's longer than that. Nope, you'll be wrong again. Two hours and 26 minutes. So pretty good guess, Good Dane. job, Dane. Good a good job. performance. Well done. You deserve all the bagels today. Nice work, Dane. <laughs> you deserve all the bagels you can muster. That's right. Thanks, Dane. Good stuff. Thank you, fellas. You're welcome. All right, Dane's a winner. You're oh, a loser, but you're still three and two on the week. No problemo. No, I, I wasn't. I was. That wasn't a realistic matchup. I really liked Dane singing the Cheapers Creepers. Yeah, that was good. He, I mean, he deserved it because of that alone. Yeah, he's upbeat. That was a good call. Makes you feel like the questions were fair because he got all four of them right. Yeah. All right, we have the spillover. We do. And what were we going to talk about? I want to bring up the coaches besides um, Mickey Joseph. Yeah. That we were talking about? yeah, yeah, yeah. Brett Bielema. Yeah. We want to bring up perhaps Jim Harbaugh not washing oh, his hands. Oh, yeah, hand. that for sure, too. Yep. Yeah, he will He will wash his hands quickly of Michigan State. Though. Someone gave me crap, by the way, in the text line. Four. I'm going to find this real quick. Someone gave me crap because I didn't. Okay, here we go. The text was this. Sip just admits on the air. That he doesn't wash his hands after going to the bathroom, and Jake says nothing. What the heck? That's pretty freaking gross. It's not that gross. I mean, I grew up in an era where it wasn't, you know, it was hit and miss, right? I think your mom and dad would back me on that. Hit and miss. Yeah, washing your hands after going to the bathroom wasn't, it wasn't, if you didn't do it, wasn't, if you didn't do it, it wasn't as frowned upon when I when, in my childhood. When did it become a thing? Well, I mean, COVID, it'd be really... No, no, it was before that. Well, did it? Yeah. Okay, I don't know. I was told to wash my hands growing up. Well, I think I was told that. You just didn't do it? I mean, occasionally. Yeah, I mean, I did it. <laughs> Someone says I'm gagging right now. Don't gag. I mean, what I've become 
I mean, if this makes people feel better, it's sort of a connoisseur of soap. I mean, I really, like, if I was going to do... What is that supposed to mean? Here's what it means. If I was going to get into another occupation, it might be formulating scents for hand soap. I mean, one thing I appreciate... That you don't use? <laughs> no, I use it. I mean, I really appreciate soap, that good-smelling soap, after you wash your hands. So you do wash your hands once well, in a while? Well, sure. I, yes, I didn't say I don't. I just say there's times where okay. I might bolt out of there okay. without All doing right. it. Okay, that's that's except, See, that, I hope that makes the texture yeah. feel better. There are times I, I will bolt out of a bathroom without doing it because I'm in a hurry or there's other circumstances. Right. Well, thank you for cleaning that up. People feel better about that. You're well, The spillover is next on Early Break on the Ticket.